Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Morning with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. We are picking up with a new devotional in the Bible app called The Miracles of Jesus. There's a mm-hmm. link to that in the description of the podcast if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, and then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is John chapter 2, verses 1 through 5, and it says this. The next day, there was a wedding celebration in the village of Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the celebration. The wine supply ran out during the festivities, so Jesus' mother told him, They have no more wine. Dear woman, that's not our problem, Jesus replied. My time has not yet come. But his mother told the servants, Do whatever he tells you. The devotional is titled, Water into Wine, and it says... Shortly after Jesus began his earthly ministry, he attended a wedding in Cana with his mother and his disciples. It was customary to offer wine at most festivities, especially weddings. As the event went on, the wine supply came to an end. Apparently, this was uncommon and would even cause the host embarrassment. Jesus' mother came to him and let him know the wine was gone. Maybe Mary was a fixer and wanted to solve a problem. Or maybe she was fully confident that her son would have a solution. He responded to her that his time had, quote, not yet come. But even though he said that, he still did something about the wine shortage. Jesus told the servants to fill the nearby jars full of water. There were six of them, and each held 20 to 30 gallons. In Jewish culture, these jars were used in a washing ceremony, And when they washed, they'd be cleansed spiritually. Once the jars were full, Jesus told the servants to give some water to the master of the ceremony. They scooped it out to take the master. But instead of tasting water, he tasted wine. And not just any wine. Really good wine. He was blown away by this gesture, as it was completely acceptable that the best wine was used at the beginning of the celebration, leaving the cheaper wine for later. This was the first miracle Jesus performed. It showed his power and the glory of God, and many people came to believe in him. Today's takeaway is about God's abundance. The amount of water that Jesus turned into wine was anywhere from 120 to 180 gallons, depending on the size of the jar. Today, that would equate to 590 to 880 regular bottles of wine. We don't know how long into the celebration they were, but to make this much water into wine and for it to be such a high quality just shows the heart of our God. He's an abundant God, providing more than we need. He lavishes us with his love, provision, and grace. What God gives to us can't be measured His resources are unlimited, his love is unconditional, and his grace is unbounded. Whatever it is we lean on to make us feel better about ourselves or use to cleanse our consciences is no longer necessary because of the unlimited, unconditional, and unbounded love of our good God. This incredible unleashing of grace and mercy from God is more than enough to cover our past, present, and future sins. May we always remember that with our God, 
comes an abundance of everything we need. Yeah, this is so powerful. And it it really makes me think about how we operate as believers because I know I can get caught up in everything that I I believe God tells me not to do. Mm-hmm. And so I, I feel like I'm constantly like telling myself no, mm. which is a good thing, by the way. We do yeah. need to die to ourselves. Yes. But what we miss is, is that everything that God tells us yes to. For example, if you read in Genesis 2, what God says to Adam, he says, you may freely eat from anything in the garden, but not that one tree. Right. But what did you hear? I the, can't. The one thing I can't I can't, can't, I can't eat the one tree. Yeah. He said, eat, eat, eat freely, mm-hmm. do whatever yeah. you want, Yeah. but not from that one tree. Mm-hmm. But what we hear is what we're not supposed to do, that one tree. But yeah. God clearly had abundance of everything else. Right. And so I know I personally get so caught up in the few no's of God yeah. that I completely ignore the abundant yeses of God. Right. And I think sometimes it's so hard for us to actually fathom the abundance of God and the unlimited nature of God. Someone actually messaged me on Instagram the other day and said, how can I actually understand the vastness and the depth of God? Yeah. And I'm like, you can't, you know what I mean? Like we, we genuinely cannot. And that's the coolest thing because it leaves us in awe and wonder. And it's like, the more we learn about God, the more we learn about his abundance, the more we're in awe because it's so opposite of us because let's be real. We as humans are limited. There's only a limited amount of hours in the day. We have a limited capacity to get a certain amount of things done, but we serve an unlimited God. And so sometimes I think we do, like you were saying, we just get wrapped up in the small no's and we forget that a no from God is an amazing good thing. Like it's a good thing. And I think there's a negative connotation to just the word no in general, but a no from God should be something that we celebrate because we know that there's a better yes, right? Like when he says no, like don't do this thing. It's because he has something better for us to say yes to. It's like when we learn, there's this book by Lisa Turkers that's so good. It's called The Best Yes. I highly recommend. Um, And it's all about how we need to learn how to say no to certain things so that every yes that we give is for the best things in our life. And um, I just love kind of relating that back to, to God and his abundance of yeses that he is giving us. Yeah, and I'm just going to say one more thing to kind of set the tone for this five-day devotional and that we are image bearers of God. Right. And if you didn't hear me that first time, I'll say it again. We are image bearers of God. Mm-hmm. Do you hear that? Like, actually, do you hear that? Yeah. You bear God's image. Crazy. And if God is a creator God and he's an abundance God and he's a God that brings life, mm-hmm. he put that inside of us. We right. have access to that. Wow. And so if you are personally not feeling alive or you feel like you're lacking joy Mm -hmm. or you feel like you have a scarcity mindset. Mm -hmm. These are things that scripture has told us that are not of us for God has not given us a spirit of fear. And so I'm just excited for the next few days as we unpack what it looks like to look at the miracles that Jesus performed and understand that we bear his image. Yeah. So good. You ready to pray something out? I am. 
Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for your abundance, your abundant love, your abundant mercy, your abundant grace, Lord. It's something that we could never truly understand, and it leaves us in awe and wonder of you, Lord. I just pray uh, in advance that you would make yourself so known as we go through this devotional series of unpacking the miracles of Jesus. Lord, would you just um, illuminate it in new ways for us? Would you let these takeaways change our everyday, Lord, so that we can really and truly embrace that we are image bearers of you and walk in that confidence Lord, we thank you for these things in advance, and we pray them in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When now's that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye.